Welcome to another episode of the Long Run Podcast. If you thought this podcast was about running, well, you're in the wrong place. However, this is the podcast about running the race of your life. Our heart behind this podcast is to help you pursue Christ while navigating life so you can make your life count in the long run of eternity. And this is your favorite 22-year-old podcast host, Weston Downing, here to ask all the what's, how's, and why's behind following Jesus while trying to figure out your life. I'm joined today by the extremely awesome Erica Canaday, and the crowd goes wild. Wow, thanks so much. <laughs> How are you today, Erica? I am doing great. Now, I just got to let the audience know that we were walking up here to record, and I could not find the cards for the cameras for the video. Yeah. By the way, if you don't, if you haven't checked us out on video, got to do that. So we literally <laughs> walked all the way up four floors, took an elevator. 21st century and we walked <laughs> all the way down back to the parking lot because i could not find my cards i apologize that's okay i got my steps in it's fine i know that's what all <laughs> she was worried about she said that like three different times i'm like gosh wait, does she not exercise during the day no i don't <laughs> i walk my dog and that's it was you were on your running game there for a while weren't you yeah and that just ended so you know it's like it comes in spurts, you know. I like I have like this running hype, and I'm like, you know, my knees don't don't work like they used to, so I can't do that all the time. Erica, you're like 21. I know, isn't that awful? I'm 22 actually. <laughs> <laughs> We're the same age. Yeah. Wait, what month is your birthday? August. Yeah, I'm a few months older. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay, just a little bit about Erica, because who is this Erica Canaday? She's some 22 year old. Why is she gonna get on here and tell me about prayer? I gotta tell you guys. Erica's the bomb. Oh, thanks. She's super smart. She's a nursing student at the University of Memphis. I mean, nursing school. Like, I got one of those uh, degrees they just hand out. It's called a marketing degree. <laughs> Don't shame me, people. But, yes, we met through leadership at the University of Memphis at the Baptist Collegiate Ministry. Do you want to tell them what we did together? Yeah, so um, we led a family group together. Um, What's a family group? So that is sort of like a Bible study that meets weekly. And so I think we met on Tuesdays, I think Tuesday nights that we met. And we had a pretty big group. We had like, I think it ended with like, well, I don't want to say it ended because COVID hit and that kind of messed us up. But we had at least like 11 to 13 people Right, in it was our going group. good. Yeah. And then COVID hit and we were all on Zoom and yeah. that was depressing. <laughs> But we adapted, and that's okay. We adapted and adjusted, and we went through the book of Philippians. Yes. And I felt like every time we started a lesson, we were building the context, and it started with, so Paul was in prison, or yes. house arrest or something. And I went into detail about what prison was like at that time. It just felt very redundant, so that's like an inside joke. Probably nobody thinks that's <laughs> funny, but that's okay. But the thing about Erica, she would come so prepared every family group and you're thinking well if you're teaching the bible shouldn't you well you know me it would be like the day of tuesday morning we meet in the university center at campus and she's like okay here's what i got here's the notes i got talking about talking about this talking about this and i'm just like uh what verses do i have <laughs> and she'll just look at me and i knew i was in trouble well i do it too because i'm like a really big talker but if i like talk long enough um, I'll like go down all these different rabbit holes. So I have to prepare because it's just, we would never get done with family groups. So that's why I do it. <laughs> we should honestly talked about Philippians on this podcast. Cause everybody, we know what we're talking about with that kind of, yeah. or at least I know what I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Erica got a big topic today. We do. Why is praying so hard? That could probably honestly just be, that answer could be, <laughs> that question could be answered with one word because it is or yeah. something i don't know but we're talking about prayer today which is 
isn't it just exciting? Don't you love when there's like a sermon series and it's like, we're talking about prayer. And everybody's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one where I'm like the only one like cheering. I'm like, yes, like prayer. I got this. But yeah, it's um, it's just something, you know how like devotionals is like good for some people. Like they're really good at reading their quiet time every day. Mm-hmm. And some people are really good at just evangelizing all the time. Prayer is my thing. <laughs> That's really? the one thing that like I actually... I don't think you can be good at prayer, but it's something that like I enjoy and something that like I enjoy doing instead of it just being like, because it's hard for me to do my quiet time every day. It really is. But prayer is something that I do consistently throughout the day. So for sure. I'm, I'm glad you made the comparison, I guess, if you call them like disciplines, mm-hmm. reading the Bible, evangelism, prayer, because prayer is like reading the Bible. Like you can never say you'll fully understand the Bible because like every time you go back to a verse, even a few verses, you get something different. You learn something new. I would say the same thing with prayer. You'll never just be like, I've mastered prayer. And you know that too. Yeah. Um, you know, when I reached out to you and I was like, Erica, what do you, you know, what are you thinking? What's on your heart? Like, what do you want to talk about? And you said prayer. Why did you want to talk about this today? So for me, um, you know, we mentioned like being in nursing school. And so that takes a lot of um, trusting in the Lord and just uh, a lot of different things. And it's funny whenever it comes to anytime the Lord has me like speaking somewhere or doing something, he always humbles me on whatever it is that I'm talking about. And I think it's just so that I can take what I've learned and like actually put it into practice um, when I talk about it. Um, So this semester alone has just been like really hard because school's been online and if there's one thing that we've learned, online school is not for most people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was in prayer pretty much all the time. Like I was praying throughout my classes. Like I have three hour lecture classes. There's like no, you go on like multiple days, you go one day. And I think next semester I have like an eight hour long class. I don't mm-hmm. know how they're going to do it. But um, so they're just, I'm constantly praying at all times. And um, it's just a way for me to unload like all of that stuff that's like weighing me down. Um, kind of like that verse, uh, you know, cast your cares on him, you know, for he cares for you. So um, just trying to cast all those worries and all those doubts so that I can get back and focus on what he's actually wanting me to do. Um, and so he's been having me do that through prayer mm-hmm. a lot. So I've been in constant conversation <laughs> with God about a lot of things, because especially with this pandemic, having to be alone a lot more, there's not as many people to talk to, as many people to see. And so the one person that I am with consistently is God. So Mm -hmm. naturally, that's who I'm going to talk to. Yeah. And, you know, if I can just relate with the audience, which I'm sure everybody is thinking this, you know, if you were to go into an auditorium and there's a crowd full of Christians and you say, who wants a better prayer life? Raise your hand. Or who thinks they need a better prayer life? Yeah, probably everybody should raise their hand. But even with that, like most of us are terrible at it, and we like sometimes don't want to do it. We don't want to pray. We don't see the reason to pray. We don't see, you know, why should we pray? You know, how will this affect anything? How does this change me? And we talked about it a little bit on this podcast. Um, but that's the cool thing. What we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about how does this affect us? Why should we be encouraged and pushed into prayer? Um, so let's answer the question that goes on the title. Why is it so hard to pray? Oh, man, there's like so many different answer choices that I've heard from myself and I've heard from others. Um, one of the biggest ones is that some people are like, well, I don't know how to pray. Mm-hmm. Or I don't think that God wants to hear from me or hear from someone like me. Um, or like, 
this this one tripped me up and I had to I was so thankful that I had heard a sermon about it a little bit later because I was like well shoot I don't know um, but they said you know if God's will is going to be done anyway then why am I praying anyway mm. and I was like That's a good question so I sat back because I was going to answer and I was like I don't I don't know um, but there was a sermon that I heard on and it was on First Thessalonians five sixteen through eighteen and that was um, rejoice always pray continually or pray without ceasing mm-hmm. um, and give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So it's God's will for us to pray. Mm. And, you know, we always hear that God has a plan for us and God wants to be a part of that. Um, he wants us to be a part of that plan. And so prayer is how we're a part of God's plan. Um, so that was how I answered that <laughs> and mm-hmm. answered it for myself. Um, and so a lot of it too, um, you know, people may not know what to pray, uh, like I said, they may not know how to pray as, you know, their their reasoning or mm-hmm. they see it kind of like comparing it again to like your quiet time and um, they see it as work um, and they see it as something that they just have to do. Yeah. Um, and so to go back with like they may not know how to pray, you know, Matthew 6, uh, 9 through 13, I believe it's the, the Lord's prayer. Like mm-hmm. uh, God gives us a prayer to pray to him. So even we can't say we don't know what to pray because mm-hmm. God says pray this. Um, and then when it comes to um also, just um, forgot the other one that I had said, mm-hmm. but um, you know, when it comes to also just um, wow, what was it that I was going to say? I just love it when I have something to add, and I <laughs> it can't. was so good, and I don't remember and it. And it now. just leaves. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm right there with you. Um, prayer, like it shouldn't feel like work to us. Yeah. Like even though it is a discipline, and like. Yes, we would love to be motivated so much out of love that mm-hmm. we share the gospel, uh, our intimacy with Christ, that we share the gospel, that we we run to him and pray, and we run to his word, and we spend time in his word. But we're not like that because you're fighting the flesh, and you're fighting the spirit, and it's like, which one are you going to feed? And like you said, everybody's gifted different. Everybody's wired differently. But prayer is literally communication with God. And like this episode, you're probably going to hear so many things like you've heard before. Oh, that's not good. This is meant to encourage, even if it's down to the basics, because Mm -hmm. I mean, our faith, where's the childlike faith at? Why did Jesus say, have a childlike faith? And if I want to know Erica more, if I want to know my roommate more, time and communication. Mm Mm-hmm every single time and you're like well i don't i don't feel anything when i spend time with god i don't feel anything without when i pray well if you're coming off this cycle of just absolutely living in sin like what do you expect like you expect to feel his comfort and his grace like you're if you're christian you should have joy throughout don't give me and we're not just striving for feelings and all this stuff Mm -hmm. but you got to look at where you're at what you're doing and how that's matching up if you're saying well i just don't i don't feel comfortable by the lord i don't feel the peace yeah. And I think, too, like what you were saying about, like, how it's something that we may not want to do. Um, I see, like, we tend to compartmentalize our lives. So we have, like, a compartment for school. We have it for work, mm-hmm. um, for friends, for family. And instead of, like, allowing God to be a part of all of that, um, we put him in his own compartments. So therefore, we're going to treat him like we do all of our other things. Like, we don't necessarily want to do school. Um, we may not want to go to work. And so we see it as like another task that we have to do. But if we put God as a part of all of that and we see him as something far greater than just like a section of our life, um, that's going to change that desire where we want, like you said, like we want to have that relationship, you know. And like if you say that you love your friends, you love your family, you love your significant other, you want to spend time with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that's why like we should want to pray and we should want to be in Scripture because we should want to know our God more. Um, and we're never going to know him fully here on earth. Um, but when we have that desire to do so, and even if like, 
because like you said, we can't like really base things off of feelings because there's right. change so frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, and you may not feel something when you pray. Some people do and some people don't. And that's okay. Like, you know, you, you may not feel something in that moment, but God is still working even when you're not feeling something. Um, so, yeah, that's just kind of the, the thing that I have to remember when it comes to wanting to pray and feeling like praying and things like that. Right. That's something to remember. Like, you're not always going to feel like praying. Yeah. And, like, take comfort in that, that you're not the only one that feels like that. Yeah, exactly. But like you said, we're not going to fully know God on this earth. We still have to live a life of faith. Mm-hmm. And you may ask, well, why does God want us to live a life of faith? That's another podcast episode. We'll write that one down. But what was the verse you mentioned? First uh, Thessalonians 3? 5. 5, 16, 16 through 18. 18. <laughs> Pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the idea here. You you made a contrast. One was compartmentalizing your life. Ah, oh, this is my time with the Lord in the morning, and I'll see him again in the morning mm-hmm. next tomorrow morning, maybe you know. But this praying without ceasing really cuts through that. Can you elaborate on like what it means to pray out pray without ceasing? Is that like okay? Well, I just ride the wave of quiet time. I go into breakfast and I'm praying over these eggs. These eggs probably think I'm crazy because it's like I'm just praying constantly, and then I get in the car. I, you know, I'm I'm praying. Oh Lord, thank you. Somebody cuts me up. Hey, hey, you over? <laughs> oh God, yeah. I just I love you, Lord, and do I just nonstop? Like, what does that mean? So for me, the way that I um, have seen it, and the way that um, you know, I feel, you know, I have to be careful with like how I interpret scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, making sure that it's still biblical and still what the Lord is saying. Um, that's praying over every decision that you're making. Praying, like even if it's the smallest of things, like should I go to Target or not? I want to go to Target always, but you know, maybe there's a reason that like I shouldn't. You know, should I spend my time differently? Um, and so. You know, like I have always made it a thing before um, I go anywhere because um, I tend I like go places all the time. And mm-hmm. so every time I get in my car for the first time um, and typically any time I get in my car, like I make sure before I leave my driveway that I pray, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether it be like that I don't get in a wreck or that like I just get to my destination safe or whatever it is. Um, and then just continually continuously praying for people Mm -hmm. um, as well. And so I have an app um, and also a prayer journal that like I write down all my prayer requests for people, for myself, for whatever. Um, And it like notifies me. I think I said it's like every two hours and it will give me like one of the prayers on my list um, so that I'm just praying constantly throughout the day that I'm still taking that time to talk to the Lord. Um, Because like you said, if we just, um, we tend to just, you know, have our quiet time with him in the morning and then we'll see him the next morning. You know, we might pray over our food um, during the day, but that's about it. You know, and those are like the super uh, quick prayers so that way we can eat. Right. Um, So when it comes to praying continuously or praying without ceasing, that's not (laughs) talking to God like, the whole entire day, which technically, I mean, you could like, that's totally right. fine too. Like, I don't see a problem with that at all. Um, but it's every decision, every step that you're making that you need, uh, and that you want to talk to God. Um, yeah. Right. Proverbs three, five and six, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. And I even think about praying without ceasing, is it's almost like walking in the spirit, aware of his presence mm-hmm. throughout the day. I've heard some people like set up, I actually was doing it yesterday because um, it's like a challenge for one of these uh, Bible study groups of men. I was setting like an hour clock timer on my watch on my phone that would just vibrate, doesn't make any noise. And every hour it would vibrate and just take a moment. You know, you pray, but you just remember, okay, Lord, you're there. Because so, how many times do we 
we get caught up in the things of the world. Look, I get it. You know, you're working on an audit or something like that, or you're or a firefighter, you're running to a fire. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you may pray, but then once you're in the fire, I'm probably, you know, like, Lord, get me out of here. You know, but like, there's yeah. a lot that you have to deal with. And I, mm-hmm. and as far as like praying and you say, well, I pray before I leave my driveway. I, I pray before I do this. I think it's in like our common vernacular or terminology when we say, hey, you need to go pray about that. Uh, we'll associate that with maybe mission trips or like a decision. And it's like, go pray about the decision. You, you know, almost like, okay, I'm waiting to hear an answer from mm-hmm. the Lord, which never really made sense to me growing up. It's, uh, the first mission trip I went on, somebody was like, hey, you need to pray about, you know, if you should go. I was like, okay, well, do I just feel like I'm not supposed to go? You know, like, what's, yeah. how do you know the answer? Is there like a star going to fall from the sky? And yes, the Lord will speak to you through his word. But if you delight, Psalm 37, 4, if you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. So it's this idea of when we delight, when we seek the Lord, you know, through his word, through prayer, we just really want to know him, have time with him, be intimate with him. And even aside from that, throughout our day, we want our life to be a living sacrifice and match up with him. When we seek him and he's our main priority and our main focus, Mm -hmm. he will then not just give you the desires of your heart because the thing is those desires will change if you're a christian as you spend time with him you're going to look more like him you're going to think more like him you're going to think you're going to imitate christ hopefully to where okay i'm going to give you the desires of your heart and you're praying about this decision you know if you should go to haiti why why the heck why why would i not want you to go to haiti for a week you know you're gonna spend here and you know why not Mm -hmm. he may tell you no i'm i'm not saying he's gonna speak for you but the thing is I feel like when we just say my main point, when we say, hey, go pray about that, what we don't understand is like a lot of times you're not just praying for a yes or a no, mm-hmm. but it's really just talking about the decision. You're, you're, you're trusting in the Lord with all your heart. You're, you're submitting this to him, not just looking for yes or no. Sometimes you are. Sometimes, should I take this job? Like you need a yes or no. I need an open door or closed door. That's clearly mentioned throughout scripture. Yeah. But a lot of times, like, should I go to Target? Why the heck not? Should you? Well, what if a bus was, what if there's a shooter in there and God doesn't want you to go in there to protect you? What if he does want you in there? You know what I mean? So like, just, he's not just trying to keep you from everything bad in the world, but it's like, hey, you're up there and I'm here. What if it's like, I'm just praying right now so I can resync my mind with God, uh, you know, we live in the 2020, so we don't have antennas for TV or rabbit ears. <laughs> yeah. But supposedly they had this thing back in the day called rabbit ears. They'd go on the TV, and you got to point them the right direction, make sure they I had the— I struggled with that so much. <laughs> did you have up. to do that? I did. I had them, like, really young, though. They weren't there for that long, but one of them was broken, so it's so hard. I don't remember what I did growing up. I had to put in a VHS tape is what I do oh, yeah. The Lion King. Oh, such a good movie. <laughs> it is a really good movie. <laughs> But the TV with the bunny ears, and you try to adjust it just right to cut through the static to get the signal. I mean, that's what we're dealing with throughout the day, a static. A bunch of static. It's like, let me just redirect so I'm focused on what? Obviously on him, that I need to view people higher than myself. I need to love people. And then I'm here because I have the greatest news ever. If there's an opportunity to share it with somebody, like, isn't that worth it so they can eventually join you in the kingdom one day? Yeah. And there's and comfort, peace, like all these things, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the day with prayer. Sorry to dominate the conversation. I told Erica before Go she comes it. on here, I'm <laughs> said, you know, I'm going to ask a few questions. And, you know, I like to talk, so I'm going to talk a little bit. So other than the Bible commanding us to pray, why should we pray? You touched on a little bit, so if you have to reiterate, that's fine. But yeah. just to summarize, you know. Yeah. Um, 
It's hard to think because, like, if the Bible commands it, you should just do it. But um, I think for me, one of the things that I noticed when I pray, not for myself, but for, like, other people, is that I have a lot more joy about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I get more excited to pray for other people, and especially, like, if they don't know that I'm praying for them and then what I'm praying for, God answers. Right. Um, and then I think that's really awesome. And this one, it's going to um, – it's going to rub people the wrong way, and I'm really sorry. But praying for those that, like, you're not a fan of. Praying for the people that... That's true. Yeah. If, if you I just... I don't do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to do that. I don't do it as often as I should. But, like, the people that, like, you just don't get along with are the ones that might, like, you know, they, they hurt your feelings in the past. Like, you just don't have, like, a great um, relationship with them. Um, you might pray through gritted teeth at first, but when you pray for them and you start to like realize that those are the people, that <laughs> you're on, like shaking your head. Well, at I'm me. convicted. What if they <laughs> talk bad behind me, behind my back? Why should I pray for them, Erica? Well, see, the thing is, though, is when you start to pray for them, even if it is through gritted teeth at first, you start to realize like if they are a Christian, they're your brother and sister in Christ. They're a child of God. Ouch. <laughs> and then if they're not, they're still God's creation, and He mm. still loves them. Um, and so if you say that you love God, then you have to love his people and the people that he created. And so it's a very convicting thing, and I don't do it as often as I should. But when you get to pray for somebody um, like that, you experience a joy more so than if you're just praying for yourself and something that, you know, I mean, obviously, yes, you should pray for yourself too. Like you need, we all have growth that we need to do. But praying for other people has been one of the bigger joys that I've had when it comes to prayer. Okay, so you fully believe that prayer changes the external world, like what's happening. Yeah. Have you, I don't want to put you on the spot with this, but do you have any crazy prayer stories? You can put that in the back of your mind because I got another question. Yeah, because I got to think about that. Okay. <laughs> I you probably think about, do. If you got one, you know, feel free to share. I don't want to put you on the spot. And people are going, they're going to say, well, she's just a, oh, what's the word? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm so bad with that. Look. No, I can I can talk, but Erica knows my vocabulary is pitiful. Mine's I'm trying to read small too. That's why <laughs> I'm trying to read more books. Uh, I didn't even do that. I just give up. I'm trying to think of the. I can't think of the word. Anyways, okay. So you believe prayer changes the external? I said this last week on this episode with Andrew Cross, but I, I'm redundant on here. I say the same things, but prayer does change the external as much as the internal. Like yeah. you. It starts internally, and then you're able to see it because your faith grows with prayer. And that's actually something that I'm having to learn now. I'm in a – I don't like using this word, but, I mean, it kind of is what it is. I'm in a season of waiting. I don't like using the word season. Oh, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't. But how do you describe it, though? I, a time I, period? I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of like the word intentional for me. Yes. And I'll use both Organic, those words. you know. Or just, authentic. Yeah, there we go. Why are those buzzwords? <laughs> is it just the Christian community? I think so. Come um, on, people. But I'm in one of those time periods of just waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I uh, am just like so antsy to like do something to, you know, because that's what I feel like. I feel like I have to be doing something and God is really just pushing on me like to rest and not just like, you know, externally, but like rest internally and just to let him, you know, do the work and that I just have faith. So it changes you internally first to have that faith. And mm-hmm. then God is able to say, well, look what you know, look what I can do. You know, you have faith that I can do it and look what I can do externally. So that's kind of how I see it there. And like the big takeaway is you're not going to feel like prayer. Like if you have like a no prayer life at all, like, like, well, you're, you're right behind me because I'm like barely have a prayer life. (laughs) (laughs) But like, if you have no prayer life at all, here's your encouragement. You're not going to want to feel like you want to pray. Like just start small and like let your actions drive your emotions. I think that we consistently see that throughout Scripture. Mm-hmm. 
uh, we consistently see that through the definition of love. Like, if you're and that's a, that's one thing I learned about love because you can apply that to okay, love your Lord God, your love the Lord your God, or love your neighbor as yourself, or love your spouse, love your friends. Like, how many times do you just wait around? Like, we I think we expect the emotion, the feeling of love to come, and then I'll act. Yeah, that's well, that's great when it does happen. I'm not married, but what I've learned from married people, it ain't like that all the time. You're just, <laughs> yeah. well, let me go, let me go, you know, wash their laundry because I just love them so much, you know, it's like, because yeah. <laughs> I think that's the best picture to mm-hmm. look at. Or you can take roommates or whatever, like, I mean, it about feels like you're married, you're living together, all this stuff. <laughs> I mean, that gives you a good picture, like how you treat your roommate is probably how you're going to treat your significant other yeah. one day when you're, you know, married, living together. Something to keep in mind. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that, <laughs> but hey, that's okay. There you go. All right, Erica. I got, <laughs> I got another question. So, prayers work. Why does it feel like so much work? Is that because, I guess it's just because we don't want to do it, really? Yeah, I think it goes back to what I had said earlier, like compartmentalizing. You know, when we put God in His own bubble, um, which God can't be defined by that, but we think He can. Um, we just view it as something else that we have to do. We view it as a task. And if we stop viewing it as a task rather than an opportunity um, to be able to talk to him, that's that's going to be the change. Um, we can't view it as something that, like, well, like, I have to go pray. Like, that's what it says to do in Scripture. Like, that's what, you know, I know I need to do it. Like, so I can just check it off my list and go about the rest of my day. Um, God is going to God gives us an opportunity and a way to talk to him. I don't remember where I heard this, and so I feel really bad for not being able to quote the person. <laughs> um, but they talked about prayer being a way to be with the Trinity. Like, you know, I mean, be with the Trinity where you're praying to God, Jesus is the intercessor, and you're praying with the power of the Holy Spirit. And I always thought that, that was really cool to see, too. Like, that's such a big opportunity um, that uh, it's just something new that I've gotten to, like, learn through that. And um, so I've just enjoyed viewing prayer in that way and just being able to um, know that I'm praying to the Lord, knowing that I'm praying to, like, Jesus is the intercessor and that I'm also going to be able to pray with the power of the Holy Spirit. Because we use that phrase all the time, like, there's power um, in the Holy Spirit um, and there's power in prayer. And then if we're not going to pray those big prayers, then we're not going to be able to see God move in powerful ways. And so that's why a lot of times, too, we don't want to pray because we haven't seen God move. But it goes back to us. How are we praying? Are we praying those big, bold prayers? Are we just saying, like, you know, Lord, help me to get through the day? Because, I mean, if he wants to do that, he can do that. And that's, I mean, that is big. But, you know, don't confine God into, like, the things of this world. You know, pray big, pray bold. So. Right. Yeah. That's encouraging, convicting, praying big, praying bold. Convicting because I all the time walk to prayer or approach prayer approach god really of this oh i gotta do this yeah and you know it's true when your actions should drive your emotions but not like what emotion do you expect with the you know when you're feeling that way or you're telling yourself oh i gotta do this like by you with your mind trying to speak to your heart saying it in that way it really doesn't transpire in the way you want it to versus like why do I got to, you know, it's like, why, yeah. like you almost have to take a second, like what I've been doing, cause it's, I guess I'm kind of like you in the fact that you mentioned, you feel like you got to do, do, do in a certain season. Well, when, when a day, when I wake up, I'm like, I just want to go to it. I want to, I want to get to going. I'm ready mm-hmm. to go. 
especially when you're already moving around and then you have to take a step back and slow down maybe because you're trying to have this quote-unquote quiet time you know just this time where it's just you and the lord his word mm-hmm. and you're just praying you're just letting his word renew your mind you're just praying to him you're focusing on him trying to prepare for the day before the day just attacks you like, yeah. let me just get my mindset like what am i here what am i doing because if not i'm gonna forget what i'm doing why i'm here let me see what the word tells me what has he already told me and so like i'm sitting there this is what i've been doing just trying to like sit there let your thoughts just run for a second slow down and then like get to going i think it says in nehemiah too like when he would pray because we just went through nehemiah in class um that he waited on the lord like when he would approach the lord i don't know the verse i don't know if i'm taking that out of context <laughs> but go look look at it for yourself that, that he waited for the lord mm. and not that oh, i thought the lord was everywhere yes he is but i don't know just just <laughs> slow yourself down i obviously haven't studied it so don't Maybe grill me on here on you. I, i've got you go. ooh, <laughs> that is good there you go uh, the big bible scholars are waiting to just grill me on here look i'm just a 22 year old i said in the in the thing i'm ignorant <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think this is the last question I have for you. Official question. Actually, I got two other things. Okay. So <laughs> have you ever asked uh, older people or other uh, – excuse me, let me back up. Have you ever asked people who have been following Christ for a long time if praying gets any easier? you ever talk to them about that sort of thing? I don't think I've – prayed or prayed i don't think i've asked if prayer gets easier i think i've gone to them asking like how they pray um oh that's good i was in a sunday school class um <laughs> obviously yeah. we see my motivation <laughs> and you're like hey, does it get any easier <laughs> and you're like no it's you you seasoned saint please tell me how you pray and it's like does it get easier <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, you're good. So I was in um, a Sunday school class a couple years ago. I did it the first, I think, first like three or two and a half years of college. It was the Mitchell Multipliers. Um, and it was led by um, Herb Hodges um, mm-hmm. for a little bit. And he passed. And then um, another man, Brian Davis. And so those two really were big influences in my growth in college for sure. Um, and so... Um, we walked through that sort of thing and talked through, you know, prayer and what that looked like. And, you know, really they simplified a lot of it for me, Mm -hmm. um, too. So I didn't ask if it was easier, um, because like I tend to like see like, well, how am I doing it the right way? Am I like, is God still hearing me? Like I have those sorts of doubts. And so I had to ask like, okay, but how do you pray? You know? And Mm so, um, that's kind of what shaped me and also them, you know, pointing to Matthew 6 and being like, there is a prayer right there, you yeah. know. And um, I've even heard, like, Steve Gaines, um, he says, like, that he uses that prayer and he uses it as an outline, you know. So there's, like, so many different ways, right. like, prayer can be God just wants to hear from you. And that's, like, you know, the end of it. Like, he wants you to be a part of his plan for you. He wants to hear from you, um, you know, obviously be reverent towards him and just, you know pray with him so right yeah i'm sure a lot of people listening have heard different outlines template stuff to like just help your mind like yeah. keep on track during prayer what's like the simplest one you've heard if somebody's just looking for something to start with um so the way i i'm trying to think the way that i saw it it was in philippians oddly enough really i'm sure we talked wow. about it <laughs> sure we talked about it wow um but it talked about um giving thanks um asking for forgiveness 
I don't remember the verse or the location. I think it was in chapter three, but it's like, do not be anxious about everything, but um, in everything by prayer and supplication. Look at that. Lord speaking through me (laughs) by prayer and supplication (laughs) with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So just asking for forgiveness, Mm. um, you know, being thankful for what the Lord has blessed you with and then, you know, present your request to God. Um, so yeah, that's, those are like the simplest of ways that I do it. I tend right. to start with, uh, being thankful for what the Lord did or for forgiveness, you know, depending on how many sins I had that day. <laughs> and then I'll end with, you know, requests that I have for the mm. Lord. So, yeah. Another simple one, acts, I'm sure you've heard of mm. adoration, confession, yeah, thanksgiving, supplication. So adoration, you're just praising God, uh, confession, you know, confess your sins, what's on the table, what's, what's, you know, the 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 wedge you know in between mm-hmm. you and your relationship with God don't let it build up be specific about your sins when you confess yeah. those Thanksgiving you know thank God for what He's done thank you thank you thank you how He's provided ways mm-hmm. that you can beyond can imagine even if it's just a terrible time you're having I mean there's always something to be thankful for yeah and then supplication you know request like mm-hmm. you just said in the scripture there make your request be made known to God and the always conviction uh, convicting spill as I hear from a preacher it's like well what have you been praying for the past week? And if God answered every single one of those prayers, how many other people would be affected? So I, that one's always stays in the that back one of my hurts. head. Yeah, it really does. So I just thought I'd pass along the conviction that I feel right now by saying it. Because I feel like a hypocrite. A big reminder, yeah. Well, Erica, you got anything else you want to add? Well, I think one thing that you mentioned about like confessing of sins, that's one that like God has really emphasized for me mm-hmm. um, is... Um, to be specific in oh, those yeah. sins because you're not going to feel conviction and you're going to continue to do those sins if you don't put a name to those sins. Um, so that's been really hard. And, you know, there's times, and I hate to say that I'm that person, but, like, I'll have the audacity to be like, I don't really, I don't know what sin I did today. And uh-huh. God's like, let me tell you the sins that you did today. Um, and with that, like, he's been very specific. And so, like, yes, it's convicting, but it's also helpful because, like, laziness was a big one for me. Like, I've been out of school and I'm just like completely exhausted from the semester. So I would be like, you know what? We're just going to sit and do nothing today. And God's like, and how is that going to help me? And I'm like, okay. Because like <laughs> there's a good thing about rest, but when right. you spend like your whole entire day doing nothing but just like sitting around, like, you know, that's not mm-hmm. beneficial to you or to him. And so, um, you know, spending that time of rest, you know, just being in the word, being in prayer. So, that was convicting. And um, there's plenty of other sins that he's mm-hmm. made known to me. But that's a really big one, too. That's a pretty good insight. Be specific. Don't. I always just want to run straight through it. Oh, I did this, did that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Forgive me my sins. Amen. <laughs> and if you feel like you're pretty clean, if you feel like you didn't do much, just sit there and say, Lord, just show me my heart. Reveal to me my heart. What have I, What sins have I not mm-hmm. confessed? And he will not skip a beat to Yeah, show you. and I think right before the sentence leaves your mouth, yeah. the thoughts will enter your head. It's like a playback. Like it just rewinds the whole day. And it's, you're so, like, oh. <laughs> it's like right before I'm finishing the sentence, here they come. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> My bad. You, you really like to answer that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear from God, just ask about your sins and he'll show you real <laughs> fast. <laughs> absolutely. Well, Erica... Thanks for coming on today. Of course. This was a blast. Yeah. This is just time. like family group all over again. <laughs> Guys, feel free to, you know, show some love to Erica in the comments. I'm sure I'm posting this somewhere on Instagram, YouTube, or whatever. <laughs> feel free to share it with somebody that maybe that's struggling with prayer to know how to pray. It's a, we talked about the basics, talk about the simplicity of it. Super simple, hard to do. 
Yeah, very much so. Erica, thanks for coming on. Of course. You got anything else you want to say? No, I'm good. You got anywhere the uh, the people can come find you and follow you if you want to share that information? You know, I don't have any weirdos on here, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think. You know, I'm trying to think of my Instagram She's an influencer. Handle, yeah, you know, hitting all those, like, two people. Um, I think it's, like, Erica Viv, maybe. Maybe there's an underscore in there. I don't know. I don't know my social media handles. Okay, well, don't go follow her. She's not worth <laughs> following if she don't even know her Instagram. I know it. I thought about deleting mine one day. Stay tuned. I can't post this stuff. I delete it, so that's a different conversation anyways erica thanks for coming on guys thank you for listening i don't know who's on next week or what we're talking about but come check us out again next week as always rate and review us on apple Podcasts and check out other episodes everywhere you listen to your podcast thanks guys we'll see you next week